Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. Starting Five Podcast on SB Nation Grizzly Bear Blues Podcast Network. I am the one P Shark. What's going on, y'all? I'm at underscore Scott on Twitter. Sorry, I've been in and out of the lineup, but that's how the Grizzlies work, right? So I'm back. <laughs> also making his return back from uh, injury reserve. Uh, this your guy, the corner guy, Young Trev, aka the double dribble glitch for those know to remember the game double dribble. So hey, what's good? Uh, what's good? I have nothing fancy. It's it's really shitty. What's going on, y'all? Your man Tab Shakir holding it down in the paint. You know what I'm saying? Just ice, wind, slow, baby. That's all it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, for shitty for you, man. You can well, you would have been Kyle Anderson before tonight since he uh got his rest on. But before we get to that, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at starting five, the number five MGM. Um, Crystal Bear Blues at SBN Grizzlies, and listen to the other podcasts on the network, 3ND Podcast, Core 4 Podcast, and GBB Live. But as y'all know the order, we review the previous week, give our play of the week, and then preview the next week. So starting with the review of this week, we'll start from, we're recording Saturday night right after the Suns game. So we'll start from their game and go backwards. All right, Suns game. Grizz has decided to, not for, for, for one, name this episode, Ghost is related in this episode as part of the title. I was is referencing Justice Winslow, who finally made his Grizz's debut against the Phoenix Suns. And in that same debut, they decided to rest Grayson Allen. They decided to rest Kyle Anderson. And they decided to rest Brandon Clark for injury and maintenance. Also, Dylan Brooks missed the game as well with Dysordness. Then you go back to the rest of the week. We beat the Pistons on Friday night, beat the Thunder on Wednesday night. Um, rivalries is part of the title. There's no rivalry with the Pelicans. We got uh, smoked by them Tuesday night. and But before that, we did beat the Kings on Sunday night. So it led to a 3-2 and two record this week. Uh, like I said, we're going to start from the Suns game, go backwards. Um, what, what are y'all thoughts about this 128-97 AL that we took with a bunch of guys resting? But with Justice Winslow's debut, um, to focus primarily on the one twenty-eight to ninety-seven loss for the Grizzlies on tonight, um, I'm not taking too much from the game per se. Um, I'm taking more so, or 
I'm trying to figure out how I want to go about this, Sharky. I'm trying to figure out, am I frustrated with the front office? Am I frustrated with the coaching staff? Um, I really don't know who I'm frustrated with because we go into to get today's game. Kyle Anderson is out due to what, wrist? Um, yes. Who else was out? Uh, Grayson Allen. Uh, Grayson Allen was out. Yeah. Thigh soreness. Nah, which the last time I, when he played the other night, he looked fine to me. Um, <laughs> who else was out because of wrist? Doesn't matter. Um, you, we have 20-year-olds sitting out due to wrist. And pro- that wouldn't be an issue if the Grizzlies were, I don't know, 22-9 and nine or 23-10. and 10, Whatever the case may be. Grizzlies are hovering around 500, gentlemen. Um, so to rest 20-year-olds for the cause of rest doesn't sit well with me. It's actually pretty frustrating because here we are, we'll beat the Kings and we'll beat the Thunder, and then we go into, the, a, a, in my opinion, a pretty critical game against a playoff-caliber team against the Phoenix Suns, a, a, a game which you bring in Justice Winslow, and you're resting several key guys. I don't, I don't understand that. I also don't understand the amount of minutes everybody's getting. There are players that are getting 30, 31 minutes. That's, in my opinion, should be getting 38, 39 minutes. There are players that are getting 15, 20 minutes. In my opinion, that should be getting 5 to 10. This is my personal opinion. And so I, I don't understand what the Grizzlies are doing. Are we tanking are we trying to get into the playoffs and you would think the 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 push would be to get into the playoffs because we went into the season saying okay the Grizzlies got into the play-in round last year and so let's see how legitimate the Grizzlies can be I think in my opinion the, the front office has drafted well they've added pieces um to this team that in my opinion have been very vital to the team but the rotation in which some of these players are playing, um, players being in and out of the lineup because of rest, doesn't sit well with me. And it's frustrating as a fan. It's frustrating as a fan because I don't know what you're – with the product that you're putting on, on the floor, I don't know what you're trying to get me to watch. Do you want me to cheer for you tanking or do you want me to cheer for you for you winning? With some of these wins, in my opinion, let's be 100% about it, are coming against the Kings and the Thunder, who I really don't care about. We need wins to come against the Pelicans, who I tweeted about early in the week. You kind of needed that game because you kind of been little brother around here. You can't – we talk trash like Grizzlies fans. We talk trash to the Pelicans all the time, but I don't remember the last time we beat them. <laughs> exactly, Sharky. So uh, for, I, I know I was supposed to focus solely just on tonight's game, but it's it's hard because I don't know – when I click to watch a Grizzlies game, what I'm expected to see. If yeah. I'm a fan of the Lakers, I know the Lakers are going to try to win. If I'm a fan of the Pistons, I know at the end of the day, the Pistons are trying to lose. They're trying to tank. I know as if, if I'm a fan base, if I'm a fan of one of those two teams, I know what to expect when I watch the game. When I'm watching the Grizzlies, I have no idea what they're going to do. Yeah. And that's frustrating. And uh, reference off his point, y'all can talk. I mean, you can talk about the rest of the week. I was just saying mm-hmm. we started tonight. You can, For sure. Like, that, that was a great uh, set, how you, how you talked about a great segue. <laughs> because that's exactly what we <laughs> were talking about anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. Confusion. 
Yeah, well, uh, I'm just going to stick on tonight's game for tonight, and I'm just going to go from the perspective of why were – why was Grayson Allen sitting out? Why was Kyle Anderson sitting out? Um, like Scott said, this was another pivotal game to kind of close out a pretty, I'll say, decent week. I mean, we could have wins against the Kings and the Thunder, two teams we probably should have beaten, but uh, the Pelicans game, of course, 12 squared, that's all I'm going to say, is how much we gave up. If you remember your math, you know what 12 squared, squared is. But that's just a nice game. I just didn't understand. And I think we made up the word we were talking to Ruby, uh, tank competing. <laughs> so we're going to compete and tank at the same time, apparently. So, uh, again, it, it's getting frustrating, especially a game like this, especially when you're trying to get as many games as you can before the All-Star break, because if you are trying to try for a playoff spot, potentially those games post-All-Star break are going to mean we're going to mean a lot more now than it is like heading into it. So, for the Grizz, man, I, it's, it's tough. It's tough watching the game. Yeah, and so I'm going to talk about the Suns game first. Um, I'm actually just going to talk about the first half. And what I've talked about on here before is how Jenkins is not playing well in, in the Grizzlies in the first four and the last four minutes of a quarter. Right. And so I, I took count of this. So in the first, in the first, we got outscored 10 to 2. At the start of the second quarter, we got outscored 8 6. Right. So that's a run right there of 18 to 8. And then at the end of the second quarter, we got outscored 7 to 17 to 7. Excuse me. Every time we end or start the quarter, we were getting beat besides the first four minutes when we were up 7 to 2. That's it. And so, like, that has to get better. And, Scott, I'm so glad you brought up that point about the minutes. My goodness, if we want to be a playoff team, all playoff teams go to a seven- to eight-man rotation. We are out here like this is recreational middle school basketball where everyone paid a fee and everyone has to pay, play a half of a game. That's exactly what I feel like every time I turn on the Grizzlies. And it sucks because we can be more competitive with – Lesser minutes for some, greater minutes for more. No one on this team averages 30 minutes. No one. They're all around the 26 to 27-minute range. So why are we resting, and why are we not extending the minutes for those players? That's that's all I have to say about this. Y'all know me, man. Y'all know I have a, a, a theme to, be, to play devil's advocate, right? So once again, I'm going to continue to do such. I need Grizz Nation to make up y'all damn mind on whether or not this is a good front office that y'all going to continue to root for or a bad, oh, get rid of everybody. Like, what we've seen from Grizz Nation is is, is crazy, right? Like, we go on a seven-game win streak and we got the best front office in the world, right? And then we we, we get to, you know, 500, right? With rest and, you know, two key players, which I agree, they shouldn't be, you know, they should be playing. But with me playing devil's advocate, Four guy, four four games in five days. You know what I'm saying? That they, they can rest. Like it, it's not the end of the world. It's not the end. Like we beat the sun. We've proven that we can beat the sun. We've done this. We've done that. We like. Can we make up our minds? Like y'all, I, I like that word. The tank competing. I guess for lack of better words, because that's what I've been on all all year. You know, their reports were saying that we've been you know evaluating our talent and whatnot. 
which I fully understand. As Grizzly, as 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 a team, we don't know what the hell we are. And in order for us to find out what we are and what we can do and what players, certain players could do, we, we got to do things like this. So I, I know y'all ready to get at me. What's up? Let me go for a my only thing, my only thing about if if you want to rest players, that's fine, but don't rest them against the sun. I get that you beat them. I get that you beat them, but just because you beat a team all the time, I mean you already you can beat them in a seven game series. If if, if the Grizzlies and Thunder playing seven game series, I'm pretty sure the Grizzlies can beat the Thunder in seven game series. If the if the Grizzlies got to play the Kings in a seven game series, I'm pretty sure the Grizzlies can beat them. Don't rest them against the Suns. Don't rush them against the Suns. So, 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 if if, if Slomo and 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 Brooks came up and said, "Hey, coach, let, can we sit out?" You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't have a, I don't have a problem with that, especially if the plan was for Justice Winslow all of a sudden was to come out. Like, why not let him get it? You know, why not throw him in the fire? He got my problem. He got my problem. You rested all of them. Wait, you rest these folks at the same game. Why didn't you stack with that? Why didn't you risk Kyle last night and risk Grayson tonight? Why do you like wait till Saturday? Are we gonna risk three players? Because that, you, that, knew, that, you, you knew you had you knew you had this stretch, right? So mm-hmm. you knew you had this stretch. So why maybe this was the plan all along? So no, no, no. But, against the Pistons. There you go. Thank you. There you go. Mm. You could beat the Pistons with the team you had tonight, probably. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I don't know if you could have beat them against the Thunder because I, I think the Thunder play – the Thunder aren't good, but they play competitive basketball, yeah. I will say that. Yes. You could have potentially rested – don't rest them against the Suns, man. Come on, man. Because that's, that's a team that you potentially could see in in the playoffs. That's a team that you potentially could see. You never know how things play out. That's the team that you, that, you, that you could potentially have to battle with to get in the playoffs. You're not battling with the Kings and the Thunder to get in the playoffs. And then oh, you also- no, man. Justin Winslow took 14 shots, and that was the most of the team. So apparently, the game plan was for him to get going. Those wow. first three shots were forced. <laughs> terrible shots. I mean, hell, everybody takes terrible shots. Even Dylan Brooks takes terrible we, shots. We, but I mean, we can't do that. <laughs> Back to the point where Scott said, put Justin. I mean, I'm pretty sure if he played tonight, he could play last night. Use last night to do that against Detroit. Bingo. Bingo. And then you were already thin at the wing spot with Dylan being out, and I think we're just getting the Anthony Melton back. So why are you sitting out Grayson and Kyle? Was this a plan to maybe just say, okay, we're going to sit y'all out and just give the whole range to justice? Because if that was the case, we saw the result. Like I'm still tickled that we were actually running plays to create space. So Justice Winslow can isolate. So I'm still, yeah. And and I know Sharky got. I know, I know Sharky has to go. So Sharky, sorry for us cutting you off. But my Ooh. thing is, there should be my my personal opinion. I think Justice Winslow had played over over 400 days. My personal opinion, you shouldn't be running that many plays for him. You can run some plays for him, but you don't need to be running that many plays because he needs to get his feet underneath him. Right. So there should be. He should not, and I repeat, should not be having – he should not be leading the team in shot attempts, period, because one, he can't shoot. <laughs> period. One, he can't shoot. Two, he had not played in over 400 days. So, if anything, I just need to see from him energy and defense. That's all I need to see him from the first couple games. 
one, I'm already skeptical that he ain't playing more than 15. But <laughs> for me, if I wouldn't until today's game to say I just need to see defense and hustle plays from Justice Winslow. That's all I need because that's what he wants to do. That's what he wants to do. I just need to see that you that you can do those two things for me. When I see those two things, okay, I can see, okay, when you're plugged into this lineup, I'm going to get the X, Y, and Z. I shouldn't be seeing 14 attempts from Justice Winslow. Come on now. I shouldn't see that. I'm getting Jay Crowder vibes from Winslow, man. This is going to be the first of many games that he makes. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, everybody playing in the house. Just, no, nah, just the same. He, he's not a shot jacker. Like you said, they ran the plays. For six. It was like they were trying to get him going tonight. I just prefer I to mean, get when you When you're evaluating what you have on a team, you're going to do certain things to see what a certain player does. Why and not do that? Yeah, I, that's you know, I, I disagree with what they're doing. So to say, it's just a Pacific game, the opponent. Four games, five nights, you're playing against a sorry short team. It's like you say, all right, we're going to lose the Suns anyway. Let's go on schedule that loss. Let's go out in to beat Detroit. When technically you could have beat Detroit with this roster you had tonight and compete and possibly beat the Suns with the everybody playing. T- I see that. So I think that was really that. I kind of understand the four games, five nights, five and seven nights, really. You want to keep going six and nine nights uh, when they play Monday. So I, I like to say I don't understand all of that, but I think some of the other excuses I saw on, like on Twitter. I don't, uh, to your point about fans too, I, I tweeted right before we started this episode. I, I learned that all fan bases are the same. I haven't seen nobody say anything about firing anybody anything, but fans being a Titans fan, seeing Titans tour doing twice Titans games during the NFL season, and I was like, man, bro, these man, how other fan bases are seeing Grizzlies Twitter, like you know what. It confirmed, y'all. I'm pretty sure Laker fan bases, Bucks fan base. I'm pretty sure they're the same. We just don't follow them. I'm pretty sure our fan bases do the same exact thing. I know Cowboys fan bases do that shit. Yeah. Oh, sir. Yeah. Yeah. To, to Sharky's point, everything is fine. Everybody is well. Everybody's really good when everybody's winning. When you're on a seven game win streak, you can't do no wrong. Nothing, right. There's nothing wrong. But when, <laughs> when you're on the streak, the Grizzlies are on it. You're going back and forth. You're beating bad teams and you're resting players against the good teams. I got an issue with that. And that's when you get called out. Yep. There's definitely so. And just looking at like the NBA landscape, it's so many 500 teams. I mean, like the Boston Celtics, Celtics are like 14 and 14. Like mm-hmm. everybody's above, like right at the Tedron line. Even Brooklyn, like they're just like maybe 17 and 12. It's, it's, it's a weird season. I don't know, if it's just COVID. It's just a weird year this year in the NBA, outside of, like, Utah, uh, L.A. teams. And with you saying that, Sharky, hence why every game matters, every right. single game. And so we have to get past, you know, being like a mid-tier team. We have to be looking at ourselves as being a playoff team. And to be a playoff team, you have to make better adjustments with those minutes. I'm sorry. This is Advertiser Content, brought to you by Frito-Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down, we break down who will be cutting, cut! What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys, it's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are. 
It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snacket. We're talking about big time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void where prohibited. Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. And before we move on, we definitely going to talk about the Pelicans' uh, non-rivalry. I don't want to hear the word rivalry until we beat them at least three times. I said on Twitter earlier this week, we lost five, at least five in a row, maybe more going back to the year before last. I haven't looked that up, but we went 0-3 last year, 0-2 so far this year. They dropped 144 points on us on national TV. And so did whatever he wanted to do. I'm not mad at them putting Dylan Brooks on him because I saw Kyle Anderson on him, and I prefer somebody else. Smoke chicken. Yeah, that was a little too slow for him on that one. <laughs> but uh, got to move forward. Who was your player of the week? We went three and two this week. We did have a winning record this week. It was positive. So who were your player of the week? I guess I gotta go. Job was mine. He had a 29-point game against New Orleans, 28-point game against uh Detroit. Or oh, I probably got a flip 28 against New Orleans, 29 against Detroit, and a yeah. triple double against uh OKC. Mine was the same. Mine was John Morant um as well, too. Um I think he had an overall good week. Um today he got he got clamped down. Sorry to tell you, he got, he got clamped down by Chris Paul and the Phoenix Suns. But up until today, I think it was it was a landslide up until today. But I still give the the nudge to uh, John Morant. Um, well, to be the guy to kind of name somebody different, I'm just gonna go with the guy who's been the most consistent and who was actually my previous star of the week. I think two weeks ago, and that's Kyle Anderson. Um, even in this brief three and two record that we had this week with these previous five games. Um, two of those wins could have easily been losses. And just throughout the game, as I was watching those, uh, most of them usually looking at it, Kyle was that guy that was actually keeping everything, keeping everything within range for the Grizz. And just in the end, consistency, man. That's all I got to go, man. Kyle Anderson. Cool, man. I like that word, consistency. Um, and that's going to keep with my guy, um, Mr. Double Double himself, man, uh, JV. JV, last three games, you know, even including tonight, he was he had 10 and 12, 17 and 15 against Detroit, OKC 22 and 12. And what is he, top 10 in the NBA, they said, in rebounds per game? Come on, man. Trade, Trade him. Yeah. Oh, well. Trade him. Oh. Hey, Trade him. I, I saw some more of that during the New Orleans game because he was getting tortured on defense. But I I just know. I saw y'all agree as nation. Y'all turned on him again. Look, everybody got torched in that game against the <laughs> <laughs> They pointed him out, though, the trade. <laughs> yeah. yeah, JV. Yeah, mine is uh, with you, Sheedy. Uh, consistency is key. Mr. Consistent himself, Mr. JV. Uh, three out of four games, double doubles. Got to give it to the big man holding it down in the paint, of course. I said this two weeks ago. I don't understand for the life of me how Kyle Anderson doesn't get over 34, 35 minutes. 
It doesn't make sense to me. He and John Moran are, I'm trying to think, maybe there's somebody else I'm not thinking of, but those two names off the top of my head are two players that should be getting at least 37, 38 minutes a night. That's just me personally. Because one, Josh your star player, and I feel like anytime he's coming off the floor, and typically Ty Jones is good, but Ty Jones is only good when De'Anthony Melton is next to him playing. And so De'Anthony Melton has been in Alabama, so therefore Ty Jones hasn't been that good. So therefore, my personal opinion, John Brand should be getting 37, 38 minutes a game. The person that should be right there next to him getting that same amount of time, it's Kyle Anderson. To your point, to your point about Tyus and DeAnthony Melton. Remember in the bubble when DeAnthony Melton didn't play well without Tyus? Like yep. that, it's that's ill something. Oh, they need each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, they do. Um, one thing, one thing with y'all, I want to see is like I want him to be at least top two in shot attempts too, going forward. If not two, top two maybe asking too much for Dylan come back. Top three, top one. But, I, I mean, I want to go top one. I do, but you got somebody that averaged a double double in assists in, in in college, so it's like that's his game. You know, I don't want to take him too out of top three. Will be great because we know Dylan gonna be number one once he come back. So, <laughs> and triple top game. top three will be good. And, and when Jaren come back, it's like we gotta have shots to him as we, well. We keep running, you know. I agree with you on that one. He may not need to be top one or two but he needs to be top three and when i see that he's top two or three in shot attempts per game then that means for me i'm going to take that as as he was aggressive but when i see he's not top three in the game when shot attempts come i have an issue with that and a lot of times i feel like that comes down to taylor jenkins getting him in the right positions to take those shots there are times when Defenses would be like, okay, cool, bet. This is what we're about to do. We're about to take John Moran out of the game, and they can do that. And so Taylor Jenkins, has, he and his staff have to come up with ways to get him open. And there are, I mean, I've watched pretty much every game this year. There are several times where I'm watching the game, but like, damn, I forgot John Moran was on, in the game. He'll literally be in the game, but there are, you'd be like, damn, Dylan Brooks taking another shot? Damn, uh, somebody else, like, Where's John Brand? He'll just be there's a here's a pick. He gets trapped. Somebody else gets the ball, and then he's out of the play. It happens every time, and it happens for like I don't know seven eight minutes every game. Yes, it happens like every game, and it's annoying. Yeah, and it goes back to when I used to blame Ja in the bubble when Dylan Brooks jack all them shots. I'm like Ja, you ain't got to pass him the ball. <laughs> that's on you. Like that's mm-hmm. not on Dylan. <laughs> mm-hmm. But. Because the main and thing with Dylan, the reason he takes those, those shots is because we don't have really have – Ja is our only creator that can score, like, creating his own shot. Dylan Brooks is the other person who can do that. That's why he jacks so many shots. I don't think it's a selfish – I don't think Dylan Brooks is selfish. I think he literally just looks at the rest – look on the court and it's like, dang, who else going to create the shot? Ja Morant passed me the ball, all right? I guess I'm gonna take a shot. Nah, I don't know about that one, bro. It's been multiple <laughs> times. I've seen Dylan take a dumb shot and somebody was right next to him open. So I don't know about that one, bro. Yeah, that's No, that's back when Kyle Emerson wasn't shooting threes and Agreed. he was open the corner and wouldn't take a shot. Yeah. yeah. That was the thing. Allen right there next to him. Huh? 
I don't nah, think Grayson Allen was cool. Oh, though, yeah, the one with Grayson Allen was yeah. in the corner. <laughs> Come yeah, on, he, man. That was perfect. <laughs> and Dylan had like four four people on him. I'm like, Come on, oh, man. Yeah. But like I say, I, I need y'all to be a little more selfish himself. But uh, coming up next week, we got the Mavericks Monday. We got the Clippers at Dallas, by the way. And we got the Clippers twice. Back to back days, I think Thursday and Friday at home. Um, I mean, I don't know what what y'all record. I, I have no clue how the Grizzlies are going to play these games with their resting. I don't know who the Clippers are gonna rest either, because they do the same stuff. So two so, I think I saw on the schedule. So it's at Dallas, yep. Clippers back to back, and then who's that fourth game? It's uh, uh next week. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, it's at Houston too. Oh, so I, I already got two losses in my head, and those two losses are to the Clippers. And I think one thing people got to start giving credit to the Clippers um, because the Clippers have looked good, and they and they have looked good in stretches without Paul George, um, and that means sometimes Kawhi Leonard's by himself. They're they look good with um, just Paul George and Kawhi Leonard is out. They look good, and both of them have been out. Um, so that's I'm I ain't gonna even lie to you. I'm shocking up two losses to the Clippers already. Um, the Rockets, um, I will give that a dub. I give I give that Rockets their Rockets game a dub, and I think the Mavericks gonna put up like another one forty on the Grizzlies. So give me one and three. Okay, I see why I didn't include the Rockets games because we're probably going to record before the game. That's why I didn't mm-hmm. include. Okay, but yeah, I mean we can already predict that one as well. So one and three, the one win guns against the Rockets, <laughs> and that's and that's me being nice. Uh, I'm gonna go, man. I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna go one and three as well with that one win against Houston. I just think. This game here against Dallas, I think it's just going to be one of those games where Dallas just gets hot, and it's another route for the Grizzlies. Like Scott just said, possibly another 144 put up on them. Um, the Clippers have looked amazing this season. That's whether they had their two stars in the lineup or not. Uh, so it's kind of hard to see them taking either one of those games at home. So I'm just going to go one and three as well. Um, they'll beat the Rockets. I think they just uh, – Release Boogie today. Still got some injuries uh, for key folks out the lineup. I think Christian Wood's still out of the lineup. John Wall has been great, but hasn't really translated to many wins. So give me that win for the Grizzlies on uh, I think it's the last day of the year of the month. Of the and, and, and let me let me say this real quick because if we want to talk about it, if anything needs to constantly be said, because nobody is saying this but us five. This Grizzlies defense has been terrible. So Trevor just talked about maybe the, the, the Mavericks getting hot. I don't even think the Mavericks going to get hot. It's just the fact that the Grizzlies aren't playing damn defense, and it's frustrating the hell out of me. That song's, that song's going though. I mean, you can say, yeah, the song's on fire. I saw straight wide open shots, bro. I didn't see a, a contested it shot. It's all day. It's open shots and people getting to the rim at will. And I hate bad defense. I hate bad defense with a passion. And it's frustrating. Maybe everybody's just tired. From what? You, it's 20-year-olds getting rest. <laughs> from yeah. what? What? You had a week off from COVID. 
And, and you have a guy who's fresh who's just getting back in the lineup, and he's giving up three or four wide open threes of Devin Booker. So I'm sorry, I'm sorry too. There's no excuse for bad defense. Zero for me. You know, yeah, right. defense. That's all about heart and will. That's just wanting. Defense is, is about just wanting to play defense. If you want to play defense, you can play defense at minimum. Not unless you're tired. Well, <laughs> okay. Let me, let me, uh, well, maybe everybody needs to train like Dylan Brooks trains because I he he gives effort all the time. Sometimes it's late defense, but I don't ever hear anything about him being tired. <laughs> he goes hard all the time. He took a game today. No, he was actually injured. He was actually hurt. There you go, Ludo. There you go. Okay, injured. Yeah, sure. You know they don't. You know they don't want to rest Dylan. He he had to be hurt for him to sit down. Nah, the NBA said you can only sit rest two players. Officially, they rested about five. They rest about five. They were injured. Come on, man. Stay woke. You know what I mean? It's on, uh, yeah, I thought you was about to go right to it. Um, nah, the, yeah, the Mavericks, man, the Mavericks are hot. Um, I know they just lost to the – I think the Dame hit that shot against them, right, the uh, yep. 76ers. Mm-hmm. But before that, they had won four straight. Um, and so I, they're going to crush the Grizzlies. I'm sorry, Grizz Nation. <laughs> um the Clippers, you can go ahead and wrap up again. Another two losses right there. Uh, and I – you can go on kind of another loss uh, with the Rockets too. Um, I don't – I think John Wall outplays us. Um, I think Christian Wood does something against us, and I I think we just lose it. Is that oh, 4 coming from Sheedy? Yeah. He said that a couple times this year. <laughs> right. No, I, mean, I, I actually I said this, so that means the Grizzlies gonna at least get two wins this week. Two wins, exactly. Thank you. Exactly. Stay woke. Yeah. Um, so I would actually say we're going to lose the Mavericks. Uh so I, I pretty much got a short long story short, got us on one and three as well. Clippers, shout out to them. Uh, yeah, the Clippers, I ain't, you know, the media not really talking about them, but shout out to them for staying pat over the summer, you know, doing what they're supposed to do. Great hiring and, and Tyloo, and you know, the whole team is, is playing, you know, really good basketball. And I don't see how the Grizz, especially if they start, you know, Kawhi and Paul George, I literally don't see anybody, you know, the Grizz stopping <laughs> any of those two, right? Um, and then we get to the Rockets. I, th- I think we I think we'll pull off a win against the Rockets. I kind of see us doing it's 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 giving me Kings vibes. That one that one giving me Kings vibes. So we 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 called out Ja for you know going against De'Aaron Fox and you know Ja did his thing against him. So I think Ja stepped up against it up against John Wall. So I was sworn to go one and three, but I'm gonna be optimistic and go two and two. Reason why Grizz is our five hundred team. They've been going back and forth to being 500 team all year. So there's no reason for me not to believe that they're going to be 15 15 after next week. <laughs> uh, give me uh, uh, about a 30, another 30 point loss to Dallas Monday. Um, the Clippers, they're going to have to manage who's going to rest. Because uh, Paul George and, and Quadden are resting one of those nights. Let's just be real. They are. And Scott, I know you said they play well. Dallas, them, it was the Miami Heat. I mean, uh, blah. <laughs> I think what's that? Yeah, they, they beat them. 
<laughs> with, without them too. Uh, the Grizzlies, long as they on rest, long as they play everybody tonight that they rest and rest everybody tonight that both of them play, they need to manage. They need to make sure they know which night they're playing and whichever night they're not playing, they need to play everybody and they'll beat the Clippers and give me the win against the Rockets. The Rockets are real, are real in right now, and the Grizzlies just they, they got that's the win you got to get. So give me two and two. So you're splitting uh, the Clippers games. That's that's not a good idea. They, they got to manage. They got to make sure they manage the resting portion. They need to make sure they rest when Paul George got wide playing. And when they don't play, they need to make sure they play everybody. Just got to be very strategic. I don't think they've been doing well with that lately. <laughs> but, uh, man, it's us for this episode, bro. Yeah, remember, follow us. Starting five, number five, MEM. Follow me at the one, P Sharp. Uh, actually, no. Nah, what you should have said is remember that the Grizzlies can't beat the Pelicans, but we ain't gonna talk about that right now. Um, I'm still at underscore Scalino on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at 12 squared. No, I'm just kidding. It's not 12 squared. I'm just 144, man. That's crazy. Anyway, I'm at the Yard Trevor. Uh, of course, first word, first letter of uh, each word is capitalized, except of, except it's a preposition. Hey man, it's uh, it's really shitty. That's all I got for you. Nothing fancy. All right, make sure y'all follow me on Twitter, Instagram at Tev Shakir. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to the Grizz for losing the night. You know it is what it is. Yep, yep. Follow Grizzly Bear Blues at SBN Grizzlies and listen to the other podcasts on the Network Three D Core Four and GEB Live. Well, I don't go along with New Orleans before we get off. They don't. The Grizzlies don't be Dallas either. I don't remember last time we beat Dallas. So just keep that nugget in your head. Good point. Good point. Good point. Peace. Peace.